This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. So, Apurva, thank you so much for speaking with Knowledge at Wharton. It's a pleasure to be at the AI Frontiers Conference speaking with you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to you. Uh, My first question is, how is AI reshaping the financial services industry? So the way I see um, AI is impacting um, almost every vertical, so every industry that it's touching on. Um, and the reason AI is such a um, substantial and such wide-ranging uh, impact is because AI deals with an essentially data, which almost every industry is increasingly becoming a data-driven industry. So as a result, if you think about it, um, how do you get um, collect more data and more getting more insights from your data? How do you understand who, what your, who your customer is? How they interact with you? Uh, what services you provide? How you provide those services? Every activity is becoming a data-driven activity. As a result, uh, just like any other uh, any other industry, AI because it's now finding new ways of extracting data uh, insights from data is enabling from fundamental shifts in how uh, finance will be done. So um, uh, that's one thing. The other thing AI is allowing to do, and this is again cross industry. Uh, there's a AI is allowing companies like Google, the Facebooks, and the Amazon to achieve hyperscale. Mm-hmm. Why is if you have have you ever thought about why is that the companies which are achieving trillion dollar market cap are going also also the ones investing heavily in AI. It's not because AI is cool or AI is new. It's because AI is giving them ability to scale their operations in ways that was impossible. How is possible that a grocery store or a bookstore like Amazon able to serve not 50, 20, hundreds and two hundreds of millions of users globally and only way that is possible if you inject AI in every piece of your business process. So that's the opportunity. How is that possible? Like Facebook is able to provide um, 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 personalized news to you. So now transfer this to AI in finance. Finance, uh, why is there no bank today anywhere in the world which can serve more than 50 million customers. AI in finance, the, sort of the, the way I see future of AI in finance is building a bank which can serve not 100 billion people, 2 billion people, and providing services which are personalized, customized to that person's need. What are some of the opportunities and challenges in implementing this vision that you mentioned? So I think the opportunity we just talked about, I think the opportunity is to achieve, uh, provide the same services that banks have been providing in much more personalized, highly scalable, customized way. The challenges arise, um, there are multiple challenges. Uh, Number one, in uh, application of AI in, in finance will require ability to explain your AI. So what we call AI explainability. The reason is a regulatory environment requires you, uh, banks, to uh, justify or uh, rationalize the decisions, whether it's credit decisions or how we are targeting decisions. And um, ability to explain 
why you took a decision is extremely important. Uh, so in fact, uh, JP Morgan is working with some of these uh, and trying to be the front leader, uh, the forward-thinking leader in align, applying explainability to a financial model in AI. That's one. The second thing is um, in uh, AI in finance, uh, it's, a lot of the data in finance is highly confidential or, uh, or leaking of that information could uh, cause severe damage to the client. Um, so dealing with highly confidential data, it's, it creates unique challenges and learning from this creates new unique challenges. The third piece of applying AI finance is uh, challenges. A lot of the um, decisions we make in finance are based on data uh, which is not freely available in the sense you don't get a AI thrives on having a lot of data, labeled data, as they call. And in finance, how many times did you have recessions? Only two or three. So sample size of labeled data is uh, pretty limited. So that's those are three top challenges that I think applying AI in finance. Let me uh, react to something you said about why no bank has reached the kind of global scale that other companies have been able to. So just looking at it from a distance, it seems to me that there are three kinds of players that are looking at this opportunity. One is the financial institutions. The second is the technology companies, which are now starting to offer financial services. So if you take you know, some, a company like PayPal, uh, that sort of emerged out of a technology roots rather than as a pure financial company. And on the third side, you have the traditional telecom companies, uh, you know, like the, especially the ones in Africa, for example, have launched M-Pesa and digital uh, money. So if you look at these three groups of players who are all sort of broadly involved in mobile money and, and, and offering financial services to a common set of customers. Who do you think is best positioned to win in AI and why? That's a very good question. So I think if you think about banking and finance, and, and what is this that sense? The sense of finance and banking in general, banking in particular finance in general is, is about trust. Yeah. User trust. The, the person on the other side wants to trust you with their most valuable assets will be most valuable information um, and then they want you to do in a manner which is compliant with the regulation uh, that's number one the trust is number one and second is customer service they are looking for you to provide the best service possible uh, in a manner um, that conforms to the trust so if you fundamentally break down finance as a service about around trust and, and, and regulation of course, there will be companies which can provide the services, like but not every firm, like Facebook. How much do you trust them to provide a service like this or Amazon? Uh, we have to be careful about this. But uh, so I think anybody who can replicate that model, the trust and and the and the regulatory compliance with the client service, is well positioned to be a player in this space. Uh, it does require very deep domain knowledge beyond payment. So some of the players you mentioned are payment players. Payment is it's a highly skilled operation, but fundamentally is not very deep domain. 
A lot of the other services that financial services provide are extremely detailed and very deep in their domain understanding. How do you write trusts? How do you manage M&A? How do you create very complex securities? These are non-trivial, highly domain-specific, and I continue to believe there will be a space for banks to provide differentiated service there. Uh, how is AI being deployed in different sectors in the financial services? Uh, so, yeah. so that's a very good question again. Um, I think the maturity of deployment of AI varies significantly across. Uh, so for example, let's take um, um, investment banking uh, and, and, and trading. Uh, this, is, this is here the edge for some time has always been your ability to apply them, get insights from various data points and make it actionable and executable. Uh, in a lot of ways, um, this is where you have seen an application of AI using alternative data sets to make and using AI to extract information. Um, in some other places where traditionally are heavily regulated, you have seen less application of AI. Not because regulation prohibits it, but because of regulatory environment, the tech infrastructure required has not matured to a point which allows you to do AI at scale. So you will see significant variation. Um, one of the areas where I'm seeing significant interesting opportunities in insurance. Uh, ability to insure a product requires ultimately ability to better price the risk. And ability to price risk has been done traditionally using very limited data sets. Can you sort of apply new data sets and come up with a unique way of pricing risk is another great example. Um, and in the other th third area I'm looking at where you will see significant application of AI is in customer service, client. So, so can you file your auto claim using just a photo of your car damage rather than calling 10 people and estimating having somebody come to your place and say, this is the estimate of your damage. So those are the opportunities where I'm seeing um, around these three areas where getting insights from alternate data sets, uh, getting insights from better serving your customer, and then um, I think yeah, those are three things. I forget. Uh, uh, one of the speakers at uh, the AI Frontiers conference, whom we have actually already interviewed in Knowledge at Wharton, is Guy Fuli. And, and uh, I've just been reading his book on AI superpowers. Uh, uh, part of his thesis is that in industries like financial services, China is actually doing some very interesting and creative things. Uh, companies like uh, you know Tencent, uh, but also Ant Financial, etc. Uh, do you agree with his thesis that in some regards, China is actually ahead of the U.S. as far as AI implementation is concerned. And secondly, you know, whether or not you agree with the thesis, what do you think is the uh, some of the lessons that U.S. financial institutions can learn from how AI is being rolled out in China? Yeah. So I think rather than commenting whether China is ahead or not, I think where I would say is, um, to be successful of application of AI in any industry, including finance, you have to have the enabling environment, the regulatory structure, and the and the user user sort of products that are tailored to that. 
China is clearly some of the companies that you mentioned have leapfrogged in a lot of ways some of the similar products in the in the West or in in the rest of the world because they are starting from in, in a completely different stack. A lot of the banking and payment happens through mobile phones. That is not the case in in the U.S. The regulatory environment is extremely very very different than in the U.S. Um, and this enables them to be highly differentiated in that space. Can you apply the same model and the same in everywhere else? Is an open question because the regulatory environment, the tech stack, the usage is different. So, yeah, I think so. That's that's how we'll answer that question. Are there any lessons that the U.S. can learn from China? I think clearly, there's, there's the good thing is. Uh, uh, what I think China is definitely going for it is is the scale, and um, and I think clearly U.S. and rest of the firms can understand how do you build financial services at scale, and I think going back to my first point that AI is really sort of highly differentiated when it comes to applying it for scale and enabling you for scale. That's number one. Number two is I think we can also run from the regulatory environment. Um, China is pushing the boundaries in terms of what, how you define financial services, uh, sorry, um, uh, financial regulation. I think uh, clearly because they are ahead, uh, you can learn lessons from that in redefining our regulatory environment to be better suited for the new age banking. So those are two lessons I can I think we can see. Those are great points. Uh, I want to comment on the example you gave about AI, how AI makes a difference in insurance, and, and you pointed out how the pricing of risk is is uh, uh, tremendously benefited by you know AI, by AI. Uh, one of the things when that happens is, uh, say for example, if you look at uh, employees whose job right now is to get involved in underwriting risk, uh, you know, their, 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 their jobs uh, may be in jeopardy as AI begins to do these things faster and more accurately. So my question is, how do you think the deploy, AI deployment of AI will affect employment in financial services and what should be done about that? That's a very good point again. Um, I, I, I think this is not specific to financial services. AI is going to displace um, uh, and automate uh, big pieces of what I call the service industries. Yeah. And and just like, and, and there will be migration of higher value add and, and where humans will be involved will be at the higher value add services. Same thing happened when ATMs were introduced. Mm. Uh, the initial fear was that ATMs will destroy the li- uh, livelihood of tellers. Today, there are more tellers in the world than uh, at the time when ATMs were introduced. <laughs> so I think that's probably a good example because now the teller is doing highly differentiated value-added client service. Um, and the same thing will happen here. So a lot of the questions we talked about um, somebody who comes comes to your place to have claims adjusted, uh, assess the damage, is now talking to you about how you're feeling about it, how can we help, much more high value added than doing routine stuff. Uh, how do you think AI will impact the future evolution of financial services? I think AI, uh, as going back to my, I think AI will enable, um, have meaningfully significant uh, uh, impact in my view, his personal view of course. Number one, 
AI will allow new sets of financial products being created. Um, financial products creation still is highly manual. It takes huge amount of time and resources, um, and and they are very difficult to monitor. So AI can enable um, a new creation of new kind of financial services. AI will enable um, um, financial firms to serve customers that they traditionally have not served. Reason. Um, 2030, I forgot the number, and I can give you a specific number. Uh, 2 billion or plus ba- population of the world is underbanked. Mm. Is not because there's no desire. The cost of banking, providing banking to these 2 billion underbanked, is just too high. Mm. So, changing the economics of serving your customer mm. is another AI I can completely transform. So, increasing the reach of your services. And I think th- third is AI can help financial services from have much more deeper engagement. Mm-hmm. Most of us barely look at our bank app um, once or twice in a month or even less. Mm-hmm. Can you have a meaningful conversation with your banks about your financial fears, about your risks, and, and, and which is does not require you to go to a bank or does not require you to actually always talk to a agent I think those like having but having those deeper engagement is something that's very empowering so I think those are three areas where I think it's fundamentally changed how finance is done well, I have covered the questions I had is there any uh, aspect of AI and financial services that you think is important but I've not asked about I think big we talked about briefly around um, the as AI gets increasingly adopted, the the banking regulations have to be also updated. Yes, I think um, J.P. Morgan is taking the lead in sort of educating the regulators, but there's a lot more work to be done, and it cannot be a firm's one particular firm's initiative. It's imperative for the whole industry um, because uh, these were laws were written or these regulations were done when AI was not prevalent and. So I think that's one area of uh, uh, which, if done well, can empower and turbocharge the industry. If done not done well, can completely severely limit uh, the aspirations of the industry. So I think that's one area that needs significant proactive involvement from both the banking sector but also regulatory sector. Which in which area do regulations need to be changed most urgently, and how? I think um, so. If, uh, it's across again. I'm not a finance person. It's probably not the best person to answer this question. But like the way, um, uh, for example, uh, one of the interesting things I heard that um, there are limitations on how customize the financial products that I can be sold to you. Right. They have to cut even. So even though your risk profile is very different from, I cannot tailor the financial because then it gets into discrimination law mm-hmm. so now but the same thing is happening I'm Facebook is providing you highly personalized news that only market of one will like yes can you do today the regulatory environment does not allow you to build a financial product for mm-hmm. a market of one mm-hmm. and then it which is in a way doing disservice to a person who is looking for a highly personalized customized solution so I think those are the 
one example I can think of, but I'm not an expert, so. Okay. <laughs> so I'll put one more question. Uh, why is JP Morgan making such a big bet on AI? So I think it is driven as much about from our leadership uh, um, in terms of their vision of how financial services should look like in the future uh, and as much as the financial real, uh, the reality of the marketplace. Um, and so I think that we fundamentally believe that AI is going to be transformative for the financial services industry. Uh, but it will not be organic. It has to be something of capabilities or the muscle that we have to build. And and this is a, not a short-term play, but a long-term, multi-year uh, game. And as a result, right now, J.P. Morgan is investing in building the right talent, the right infrastructure that will allow us to do AI at scale. Uh, so my hiring into into this organization, the team I'm building here in Silicon Valley, is one indication. We also hired Manola Veloso, who is a top-notch AI researcher from CMU to lead our research. Um, uh, we are also investing significantly, almost more than a billion dollar plus, on in some of these initiatives across the firm. Um, so we see this as a, a game changer. We see we are in for this long term, and I think this, if done right, uh, this could be a long term differentiator for us. Rapu, thanks so much for speaking with Knowledge at Wharton. Thank you. I'm so uh, looking forward to hearing back. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Thank you.